position yourself to have the opportunity. What that means is look into what's out there, whether it's investing, whether it's career, whether it's scholarship in my case, but like take the time to look into something and I promise you it'll pay rewards. It'll pay dividends. You're listening to the Expertish podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Welcome to Expertish Podcast. Today, we've got a returning guest, my very first guest, Ryan Bresnick. How's it going, Ryan? I'm doing good. It's uh, it's exciting to be back, you know, after the first one and almost a year later, yeah. I'm back for a return. So. Almost exactly a year. Yeah. Huh? That's kind of crazy. It's a different time last year. We were smack dab in lockdown, we were in a different house, but yeah. uh, we got it done. Different times. Yeah. I, I don't think we knew what was going on around us, you know, at the time. I mean, you guys were transitioning through the whole the whole climate with uh, the height of COVID. But uh, yeah, here we sit late May. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Coming out of it. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's kind of exciting, right? I mean, I, I think it's kind of exciting, like start to come out of it and see how things unfold for better, or for worse. You yeah. California still cramping us down a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, some of those other states have lightened up, but, oh, uh, man. you know, we're making the most of it. That's for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. First of all, thanks for coming back. One being the first guest, pretty huge, you know, to have you back and kind of expand on some of the stuff we talked about before a lot of things, you know, just talking about opportunities last time, you know, if I remember correctly, you know, just like some of the opportunities and making sure that we're aware of the opportunities that are around us and a lot of good kind of programs or just different things that can be taken advantage of and to give some credit to you. And I hope you don't mind if we get into the personal side a little bit of how you've taken advantage of certain things like education now and Mm -hmm. some of the programs that the military offers. If you don't mind, I'd love to just jump right and start off into that because I'm very impressed how you have not just gone in to do one thing in your career. You know what I mean? You've like transitioned once to another career. You've, since we last spoke, you've already done a full deployment and Mm -hmm. just, you know, got back not too long ago and applied for a couple of the programs the military offers, got accepted to a couple Mm -hmm. and got to choose. Yeah. And for all the things, you know, we hear, um, I've heard, I'm probably even have bitched about things before too. Like a lot of the things that you do miss out on because of schedules or or deployments and stuff, but there are a lot of opportunities if you, if you look at them. Yeah. So the first lot to unpack there, the first thing I would say is it's awesome to see how this podcast has grown. Like you said, being the first guest on, we're just curious to see at that point where it was going to go. I listen to your episodes whenever they come out and I, you know, I get a lot of good tidbits and you bring on a lot of experts. I'm certainly not an expert in this field. I'm, I'm active duty. I'm learning as I go. I pitch ideas off you all the time, but you know, I'm just trying to expand my knowledge base. That's certainly what this podcast offers, but I feel like my role here is more to expose the audience to possibilities that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we talked a lot about like mindset and the growth mindset and how can you leverage assets that are out there. So the question you just posed is, can I give you a little background on basically where I've been since uh, last time we talked? Last time we talked, 
I was applying to some graduate education scholarships. Uh, like you said, I applied for a plethora. I think I applied for about five of them. I got accepted to two and then I had to choose. So best position you can be in having a choice there. So I accepted the Fleet Scholar Education Program. Uh, it's a Navy program that sends individuals to graduate school for two years. I chose to go to University of Chicago Booth School of Business. So I'll be pursuing my MBA. I'm actually moving August take a step back, I let myself explore the options that are out there. And I've done that with my career at every position. I've I've researched what the opportunities were. And then instead of just letting fate kind of decide what was going to happen for me, I positioned myself so that I could either screen for a command that was highly sought after or, you know, apply for programs that not everyone wants to put the time into applying for. So it, it happened to work out. You know, I was competitive in the program. I got selected for it. It was a lot of applications applying to over seven different business schools. I mean, it takes a lot out of you, um, but it's worth it in the end because now I get to go to school for two years on the Navy's dime. And, you know, that's an opportunity that worked out. Right. So I, I talked about mindset, but and I think we'll tie this back throughout the entire podcast, but taking the opportunities that are out there, looking into them and, you know, you, you don't know what's going to work out or come to your favor. Maybe you're not attracted to a certain opportunity, but at least you researched it. Yeah. And in the end, it does work out. So that's kind of the summary of my education experience. Right. Yeah. But and it all goes back to paying attention to what's there and, you know, and taking some of that action on it. But it also I think that opens and ex exposes people and opens up eyes from other people to what can be done. Yeah. You know. So a lot of detailers will come in and they'll tell you, these are the needs of the Navy, right. um, whatever branch of service are like, these are the positions we need to fill. They're doing their job. They right. have quotas, they have positions where they need to place you. And I don't want to say, you know, they're trying to line up what's the best for the community. And right. I understand that, but you always have a, a choice and a decision to make on what's best for your career. What do you want to get out of your experiences? And that's how I've approached it. I'm still meeting needs of the Navy. Right. We had to send certain people to these billets. They're, mm -hmm. you know, allocated to us and we're going to put people in them. I, I get to be one of those people because I put myself in that position. True. And that is your responsibility. It's each individual's responsibility to, navigate their own life. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, we can't rely on someone else or our employer or the military to decide our best course. Exactly. And I've heard people, you know, it, it's been said a bunch of different ways, but kind of like you can live your life or it'll live you. Yeah. You know Don't what I mean? Be a passenger in your own life. A hundred percent. Right. And I, I think that there's, uh, I'm impressed with that because I know there's been, I, I think I've had up and downs to be totally honest in, in my life where sometimes I've kind of just kind of coasted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, oh crap, what am I doing? And then you kind of do this and then you've dropped off. But I don't know, man. It's just like, I think that that's uh, inspiring. And I think that people, that sets a good example for people. There's so many freaking opportunities, but you do have to put the work in. You do. Yeah. And I'm no different than anyone else in a similar position. Like if you're up for orders or, you know, look a few years out, like I'm learning as I go. I knew nothing about these programs two and a half years ago. Right. I heard about them through a detailer brief and I looked into them mm -hmm. because I thought, oh, that sounds like a good opportunity. I didn't just let the opportunity pass me by. Right. Um, and, you know, I can I'm happy to say a year later, I, I got what I wanted. And, and that like the same thing where we know this podcast is about investing in real estate and all the opportunities that are out there. But like this story is the same for every one of those situations. Mm -hmm. It's 
figure out what it is and capitalize on those. Not every situation is going to work out for you, or maybe you're not even interested in it, but at least you've, you understand what it is and you can make the decisions instead of letting something pass you by and, and never realizing that it was even there. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that when you said it, just when you said invest, because invest to me means so many things and like, and doing school, for instance, you found a way to invest in yourself and you're still supporting the military. You're still doing, you know, furthering your career if you choose you, but you have those choices. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I'm glad I did was, you know, I left college after a couple of years, then came in the military, which, you know, my parents weren't super stoked on like, come on, finish it. I'm like, "Eh, it's not right. Not right now. But then after getting a little break and kind of refocusing it or re putting, you know, kind of perspective on mm-hmm. what I'm going to do at that time, you know, the tuition assistance was, it paid 75%, yeah. uh, you know, whatever yep. it is capped and stuff. Now it's hundred percent, which is great. But then I started realizing like, wow, this is a great opportunity. So I used it, you know, and then right before I would uh, graduate, I would switch majors mm-hmm. so that I could keep using it. So I ended up doing like four different disciplines and, you know, way too many credits or whatever, but I, I finally hit me. I just was too ignorant or too immature, you know, my first time to mm-hmm. recognize the value in that. But then it's like, wait, the military is going to subsidize my education that mm-hmm. I'm not having to pay for right now. And all I have to do is put in the work. That rings true on, on so many different things. Not only is it the, is it the military that's providing you those opportunities, but there's other, I call them platforms or foundations out there that you can access and you can leverage. So I'll I'll give a personal story. So applying to business school, there's obviously extra fees. There's, you know, you need money for books or new computers or all these extra fees that associate with education. But there's scholarship funds, foundations that are out there. So, you know, what did I do? The same thing I did when I was applying for the education opportunity, I applied to scholarship funds. So apply to four of them, two of them worked out. Well, you know, now I get five grand a, a year for expenses that I'm going to incur when I go to school. Awesome. And I mean, all that took was a Google search, like right. hey, what's accessible to military veterans? Well, then you break it down. So there's the military in general, there's the Navy, there's the Navy SEAL Foundation, and you can apply to these different things. And granted, it's, it's more work, it's applications, but yeah. that's more money that you don't have to take out of your bank account or your investing portfolio or whatever it is, because those are expenses you're going to use at school. Yeah. Well, you just got a, you know, you just got a scholarship to fund those things. So there's so many opportunities and I, I kind of keep saying it, but you just, you'd be surprised when you start to look into your specific avenue. And it's not just for yourself. There's a lot of programs out there in the military that will fund education for your children. Yeah. So if you, you know, you've got kids that are in high school and they're looking to go to college next, well, right. you don't have to foot that entire bill. There's there's obviously like GI bills and things like that you can pass on, but um, there's other little funds that community members want to give back to veterans. Right. Uh, you just need to apply for them. This episode is brought to you by Voris, a strategic sales advisor for early stage startups. At Voris, we'll add a startup sales expert to your team without the cost and commitment of hiring full time. We offer sales and SDR advisory for teams serious about exceeding their goals as well as strategy and process recommendations to help accelerate growth. Let us tell you exactly what to focus on to dramatically improve your results. We help early stage startups hit their revenue goals and you are only one click away from more revenue. Forrest.com. 
and those funds are there. So that's something I think that it, it's not like you're taking money from someone else. There's funds there and someone has to use it. And a lot of it's, it surprises me how many of those opportunities or how many of those funds don't get used, Yeah, just aren't utilized. Yep. That, no, that's a great point because these nonprofit organizations, they set up that fund so that they can give scholarships for this criteria. Well, people have to apply to access those funds. You're not taking away from someone else. You're in that position if you meet the criteria. Yeah. So don't feel like, I don't know if you would feel like that, but don't feel like you're taking away from someone else. If you're in that situation, like your money is is your don't think of it as like compartmentalized. It's one pot of money. It's money you don't have to take a loan out on to send your child to college or you know yourself to further your education. It's accessible. Use it because right. you've you've met the criteria of what they're asking from. Right. No. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. You kind of you know put yourself in that position. And a lot of it, I think everything comes to putting yourself in the in the right position, mm -hmm. right, or giving yourself the opportunity. Yeah. And well, and then you just got to take it. But yeah. But so that ties me into another point I'd like mm -hmm. to make. So I was recently up for a bonus, you know, it, it enlisted officer routes at certain point when you reenlist or if you're up for uh, promotion, there's opportunities um, to sign on for further, you know, however many years and you get a bonus. Last time we talked, we talk, uh, talked about maintaining a budget and just because your cash flow increases. Right keeping that budget steady uh, is really important. So I received my um, officer continuation pay bonus. And mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy a new car or, yeah. you know, it's like start spending on the weekends more like, no, I maintain the budget that I've set. You know, I already have funds going to my TSP or my investment accounts or whatever. So it's a lot of it's taken out before it hits my bank account anyways, right. but I see this lump sum of cash come in. Well, what am I going to do with that? I'm not going to just go spend it because my budget doesn't need to increase. I'm, I'm living perfectly fine right now. Why would it matter that I've, you know, brought on 35,000 more, you know, in a lump sum. So I think you can use those opportunities to position yourself uh, for further investment opportunities. So you either have a plan in place. Uh, maybe you want to put a down payment on uh, a new house. Maybe mm -hmm. you want to put in the stock market or maybe you want to do what we had talked about before, but a hard money loan. And there's, yeah. there's different ways to um, set up your funds. But the, the point is, uh, what I'm trying to branch off to is maintain your budget and have a plan for excess funds. And I don't know if you've seen that in, in what you've done, but like, if you get a, a surplus of funding, like, you know, you're ready for that and yeah. you're not just going to go out and fervously spend. Yeah. No, I, I, I usually find like if I have something like that or something to celebrate, like I did try to learn to take like small victory, like yeah. I, I recognize. So whether it just means like I buy myself like a, a bottle of whiskey that I really wanted, mm -hmm. or I just go out to a dinner with some friends. Like, it, I mean, I don't do that anyway, but, yeah. but when you just like kind of dedicate it to like, okay, cool, here's a milestone or accomplishment, it yeah. kind of helps you, I don't know, just, I think recognizing those kind of keeps you on that path of wanting to do more of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, last time we talked, I'm all about experiences mm -hmm. and like where I think you should be very conservative in life on the little spending, the things that you don't need or that get away from you. If that you're going to spend on it anyways, make sure you're using the right credit card. Mm -hmm. That's at least getting you the right points for <laughs> right. it. Um, you know, I'm all into that, but the biggest thing I'm into is life experiences. Like I'm in my, my late twenties. I want to live my life. I want to mm -hmm. experience, I want to travel. I want to do these things. I'm not cutting myself off from that. Right. But I'm not going to use my entire bonus to go just 
on things that don't matter to me, you know, buy new things that, that, yeah. you know, that's not, I'm going to use that money uh, to make me more money. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to, that's what, when, once it hits the bank account, that's what I'm going to do with it. I, I think we, I believe if I remember correct, we might have even mentioned in that first episode, I think it was the conversation with you. If, if not, we've had the conversation at other times, just mm-hmm. that um, like now my rule is, I have to, if I want something, I'm talking something substantial, not like yeah. if I want to, you know, take a little trip or I'm, I'm like you travel, that's a non-negotiable. Like that's, I love that. And I think that uh, I get a lot of value from that, but I think we get a lot of understanding. The more we travel, the more you see other people and uh, it's just a more of an understanding of the world. And I think it just like, that's kind of priceless. But as far as, you know, other things, if I want something substantial now, if I wanted a new car, if I wanted anything like that, I have to get an investment that pays for that. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I want to like something for, like, if I wanted to go get a motorcycle now, you know, it would be okay. Well, I need to make an investment that will cash flow the amount of that payment. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. like, it kind of, it's, and it's really just hedging itself. It's like, for like how you brought up TSP, right? Yep. You know, investing in your TSP. One of the things that people don't realize uh, sometimes too, and again, I just, these are things that you, you don't know until you know, right? Mm -hmm. Until you experience it. But TSP, one of the awesome things about that is you can borrow from it. You know, you can do it twice, right? You can do, I mean, two at a time, you can do like a general loan and you can do a a real estate. I used mine for real estate probably at least three times, but I didn't know that at first, Mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't until I learned like, holy shit. And then kind of what we're talking about, to me, it's the same principle of buying an investment to pay for what you want. In that case, you're using your investment to pay for another investment and paying yourself back. Right. And the interest that you charge goes back to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if, um, and I know something that, yeah, I know this might get down a different rabbit hole, but um, something we kind of touched on before before coming on, you know, on the episode was repercussions from COVID. Like inflation, we're seeing it already. It's gonna yeah. be huge. It's yeah. already huge money in your account bank account right now is worth less than it was a year ago yep. by what four percent maybe more and it's it's going to increase i mean yeah. inflation happens every year that's yeah like we know 100%. that but the at the rate we're printing money and we try, try won't try not to get too political on here but at the rate we're printing money and all the stimulus checks and all that it, yes it, it relieves families in the moment um but what it does if you have money sitting in your checking account or saving account and it's not growing on its own mm-hmm. you are actually losing money yes and I'm I'm a big big advocate for a rainy day fund. I think we like if you if you're single, if you're married, um, if you have kids, like all these things should adjust your rainy day fund. But if you're not investing after that, then you are every day you're losing money. In today's climate, it's it's substantial. So the more you put off, I guess I'll put it that way. The more you put off those sound decisions to invest in real estate. I mean. If you just look at what you say, you had $100,000 sitting in your bank account, or you could have invested that $100,000 in a home, mm-hmm. and that home is appreciated over the last year, well, your $100,000 in your bank account has, due to inflation, devalued over the last year. Yes. So now that's worth more, whereas the home, you know, is what national average up like 23%. I mean, yeah. you would know better than yeah. I, but it's, it's insane. And yeah. like, that's just a, quick example of saying like, no, this person invested correctly. This person didn't invest. And right. now they're at a, you know, they're at a loss. Yeah, no, that's, it, it's true. I, I feel like right now, I mean, we talk about this too, you know, cause I've done one investment, we got my money back from it. And now 
diligently looking as you are like, you know, for an investment opportunity, because I don't want cash in my bank account. I mean, no, I, I, like you said, rainy day fund, like, uh, enough to take care of whatever you need to take care of, but not substantial cash. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you're losing money with it sitting there. Yeah. There's just no way around it. And it kind of, it kind of ties back to diversity within your investments. Like you want, maybe at one point you want to pivot to a new type of investment. Maybe you want to, you know, buy a new property. Maybe you should have access to um, certain investment types that you can access quicker than others. Like they're not locked up for the long term. Yeah. We've talked about, well, if the stock market's taking a dip and you have all your money in there, well, it's not a good time to pull it out. So don't have all of your money in the stock market. Maybe right. have, you know, 50 in the stock, 50% in the stock market, uh, 40% in real estate, mm-hmm. however you want to swing it. Right. Um, an opportunity that you actually exposed me to was um, hard money loans. And you hooked me up with um, one of your associates from uh, Freedom Properties. Mm -hmm. And basically, you know, what I did is I gave them a lump sum and they invested it in in their real estate portfolio for me. And that pays out a cash dividend every month. So there's, you know, in my case, $50,000 that okay, I, I put away for six months, but if I'm ready to buy a home at the end of uh, that six months, I can I can pull it out or mm-hmm. I can extend with them and I can yeah. continue to pull cash dividends. I should say I went on a deployment for six months, right. so it will line up perfectly. I'm not gonna buy a home while I'm on deployment, so. Right. Um, why not get a good why return? Not? Exactly, and I know I'm gonna want access to that money, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the markets in this case are gonna do in six months, yeah. or you know, I don't wanna buy a new, a new property and uh, have all my money tied up in that when I'm ready to do something else with, mm-hmm. you know, you and your group mm-hmm. or, you know, for me, I'm moving to Chicago. Maybe I decide to buy a property there, uh, fix it up, flip it. And then when I move, I either rent it out or I sell it for um, a, a gain. So yeah. just having access to, to your own funds mm-hmm. while they're growing is super important. That's a, that's a huge point too. So like, uh, anybody like listened to exactly that, especially if you're going to deploy and stuff, a lot of places, like for instance, normally that would be a year commitment to mm-hmm. tie up your money, but you know, at a great return, right? right. Like, you know, more than uh, the standard, anybody that wants to like, just look into there's something, definitely reach out, you know, reach out on expertishpodcast.com, like just go to there and, you know, and just send an email, send a message because there are definitely plenty of businesses out there that, you know, we've been in contact with that are more than happy to help out uh, active duty. Like if you're deploying, instead of having to be tied to something, there are people that will give you a good return, use your money. So it's kind of a win-win and let you take it back at at the end of your deployment. And it's, I mean, it's almost like a no brainer, really. You know what I mean? Just like maximize. I mean, it depends. Like if you have something else though, that you want to do with it, totally different. But right. if, but if there's uh, again, you know, maybe a piece of that you want to put somewhere and just get a good return on it. Like, uh, like you were just saying, kind of diversifying where it goes. Like honestly, just it's protecting me against me, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. against myself. But if I spread things into different pots, like, you know, Hey, I'm in this, I'm in this and I'm this cool. That gives me different things to keep me engaged or to think about or whatever. And I'm never going to like, screw up the whole thing. If I make a super dumb de- decision, yeah. okay, I just screwed up one pot. Right. Not like, you know. Everything else is still working 100%, for me. 100%. And it ties back to that thing. Like if you are going to buy something for yourself, like the motorcycle, for example, well, that that cash uh, dividend can come back to you in the form of, well, that's your monthly payment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't pay it off all at once. Like, so th- there's those opportunities. 
and you just make a lot more on deployments per diem all the you know tax free zones whatever it is it's have a plan for that money really your budget should go to almost to zero you or yeah very close like you should you should be prepared to invest that and make sure that you're not losing time because i think at the end of the day the time is the best thing we have at our on our side the earlier you get to it whether that's earlier in your career or like six months can make a difference too because you know if you're investing that money for a year and you get paid monthly or quarterly whatever it is or if you just sat on that money like it's pretty easy math to realize which one's gonna actually you know it was just sitting there so Yeah. Uh, you might as well take advantage of it. No, 100%. And the time piece of that, when you're deploying, it, time in a sense kind of stands still. Like, you know, you you leave home and you come back and people are six, seven, eight, nine months ahead and yep. you're back to like, oh, I just left. You know, and it, it's yeah. weird. It's like a time travel, it you is. know? But you can come back from that time travel in a way better position than you left, or you can come back in worse. Because yeah. I see that a lot too, or at least I saw that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Where, people that don't have a plan or they don't execute a plan or just leave themselves in a bad spot, have debt before they go. Like it doesn't go away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just I come do back. know what you mean. Yeah. Worst scenario, you come back from employment, you start renting and you buy a new car. Like two things, two things you could avoid either buy a used car or main keep the same car yeah. and don't start renting. You know, if you're in going to be in that duty station for a long time, access your VA benefits. I heard an earlier podcast that you were on and they were saying 85% of military members don't access their VA benefits. Yeah. And that is, that blows my mind. Like you're giving your money to a landlord when you could own and invest in yourself. We're just going to change gears right now and let's get into the big one. One of the first one was talking about risk and risk is different for every individual. And if I were to summarize it, it's like, okay, if you're a single individual without a wife or without a husband, without a family, you're probably willing to take a little bit more risk in the investing sector, whether it's real estate or other types of investment. And like, we realize that because at the end of the day, like Jay's been in that position and he's had some personal stories that he's he's talked about where it's like, okay, now he's he's contemplating different situations where, okay, I'm not going to take as big of a risk because of this, because my income needs to provide for other people. But the point we're trying to drive towards is like, you can take smaller risks that still set you up for success and they set your family up for success down the road. Not every invest is all in. Not every risk is like, do or die, it's okay, like instead of renting, I bought a home. And that's what we're talking about. And what does that home do for you? Well, it appreciates. And one day when you move, well, now you're at a point where you can rent it out and you're not paying for that mortgage anymore. So Mm -hmm. what really risk was it? And you've had examples like that that you shared with me and I don't know, would you like to share now? This is really what Ryan brought up when we were like off, you know, talking about the different risks and stuff. So I got to give credit to that, which I think is a huge point because we talk a lot about like the the investments and the different things we do. Not everything has to be in a risky investment. And what brought this about, we were talking about a certain situation that recently an investment I did where it was like, I was like all in and it was like, it felt, made me feel alive. I'm like, shit, man, every, every bit of cash I have is tied up into this it has to work and it felt great. However, backtrack, and this is, you know, thank you for actually kind of bringing this up because I think it's a valid point to discuss that it's not always the case that that's, that's a good thing. When I, you know, I was married young and married in my twenties and my first sea tour, like deployed almost the whole time. So like, so almost the first four years of my marriage, I wasn't home, um, which doesn't go well, which 
obviously I'm not married now. Can't imagine. <laughs> but yeah, how could that possibly fail, right? But whether you think of it good or bad, if I'm just being totally honest, is after that deployments and stuff became more fun after I was divorced, not because I wanted to fail in a marriage, not because of any of that stuff that, that just, it, it took its course. It happened. But when I was married, I felt guilt over risk, not being there, not supporting, you know, all these things that you feel like you're supposed to do. If you're, you know, uh, committed to your relationship, committed to your family, whatever the case is. And I couldn't be there. You know what I mean? So I wasn't doing that. Or you feel like if I take extra risk, it's, uh, am I doing it because I like it, but is it fair to your family? Same thing in investing. So I understand. And I mean, I don't know when you just brought that up, it just kind of made me feel like crap. I hope we're not, I, I never want to, to be perceived that like, Hey, you've got to take this huge risk, anything like not that at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then my military career after that was like so much more, I hate to say it like more fun on that side, but you're missing out on the other side. Do you know what I mean? You're missing out on the family side, but the other, the other aspects became easier. You know, I wouldn't say more fun, but easier. But what you brought up was, Hey, if you do the right things to put yourself at a good base, then you can take care of your family and invest, increase whatever standing that you want to have. And I think that that was, that was something that I feel like, I don't know that we talk about financial stability, but I don't know if we've really kind of touched on that before of like, we get it. Like everyone's at a different place. Sometimes there's baby steps you have to take before you can take bigger leaps. Yeah. Like you're not all in on black. We mm -hmm. get like, we get that we've, we're in maybe a different position in life in, in our trajectory than other people are but the risk when we calculate risk and we hope it works out because we're talking about real estate investing right now but like it, it could be the subtle difference between renting where you live and owning where you live right and if you're in that duty station for two four years whatever it is well you've built up equity in that home by buying and owning and instead of paying someone else's you know mortgage through rent so it's almost subtle in the difference maybe you're spending a little bit more on the mortgage than you would on rent like we understand that, but you're adding to your overall pot of money. That's a small risk that we're talking about. We were going back and forth on like, well, maybe we're coming off a little bit too much like, hey, everyone in the military needs to be taking these giant steps forward in order to increase their portfolio and set themselves up for success. That's not the case. Like you can have, it kind of ties back to the mindset at, like aspect of it, but if you cut down costs on a few things, if you have that mindset to be, you know, I'm going to go to the grocery store once a week because I don't I don't want to go back three times and you plan out where you're going to buy or, you know, you well, you refinance at the right time. But like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not you're not buying like the new car, you're, you're buying a used car. And there's like there's things that add up over time. If you're doing all these little things and it's the right mindset, that's not a risk. You're just saving and then using that money to later invest. Like that's what we're trying to inspire everyone with. It's it's not these giant like start your own business and like go all in on black and then hopefully it works out. Like that's yeah. maybe that's not the way to success. That yeah. certainly worked for some people, but like that's not everyone. We're just saying take your wins where you can in the situation that you're in. That yeah, hundred percent. You said it way better than I could have. Thank thank you for that. But it is huge. You know what I mean? Like you you just take what's available at that time and put yourself in a position where you can continue to grow. Right. Yeah. The other thing we're talking about it was I'm no different than 
probably the average listener. You know, I have no experience in an individual field of business. I'm not a lender. I'm not a, a real estate agent. I'm, I don't own my own business. I just, I've seen avenues where I can make a little bit more out of the paycheck that I'm given. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, I, I feel like I'm setting myself up for the future because I'm capitalizing on the opportunities that they've presented themselves. Whether you're in the military now, whether you've gotten out of the military, whether you're looking to go into it, there's going to be opportunities that present themselves. There's guys that have come on this podcast and they're experts in their field and they've given some really good information on how you navigate those specific lanes. You don't need to know those specific lanes. You can, in a lot of ways, hire an expert, talk to Jay, and he'll connect you with someone who who can link you up with how to navigate that field. But at the end of the day, like if your money is making money for you, you're winning. Yeah. It doesn't have to be 100% of what you put in. It could be 50%. It could be 20%. But at least it's not losing to inflation. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's all we're trying to, you know, inspire other people to do. Yeah. Take advantage of what you have. Yeah. And hopefully Ryan won't, like, punch me or something. But I'm just going to, like, call him out and say, like, I challenge you now to, like, because you're going to your business school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I would challenge you to, to whether it's, like, a monthly, whatever, like, we can do podcast or information, however you want to put out information, but share to share that journey. To be totally honest, I, I just think that there's a lot of value to that. I would like to follow that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, just if, I don't know, man, if you're willing to open up and kind of just whatever, periodically share that journey and show people like what, like you said, someone who took the initiative to put themselves in a position and it's not going to be all like, it's going to be hard. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to be hard and like, but uh, I think that it would be a lot of value if you could share that in whatever way that you feel comfortable, but I think that would be pretty awesome. No, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Right now, I don't know what that looks like, whether it's, you know, like you said, monthly, but I hope to gain a lot of insight into what different aspects of the business world are. You know, I don't know. I don't know that right now. And I don't think anyone not everyone has to go to business school, but you can link up with people who who are in those fields who have learned those lessons and they can return that back. It's as simple as as sitting down with a group of friends and having a connection with people who, who know someone who does something. Right. Right. And then you link up with them and you ask them, you, they give you 10 minutes of their time Mm -hmm. to educate you on something you need. And you can summarize so many lessons learned. Yeah. For example, this last year, I refi- I have two rental properties and I refinanced them both. Could I have done that on my own? Absolutely not. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how to go through a lender and like do it on my own. That's not something I can do. Maybe right. like maybe you can sell a car on your own, but you can't probably refinance a home on your own. There's too many documents you don't understand. Right. But like all I need to do is talk to someone who's like, hey, now is a good time to refinance because rates are low. Yeah. I don't have to understand what the Fed is. I don't have to understand how interest rates work. I don't have like I don't need to know that. I just need to know that, oh, at the end of the month, my mortgage is going to be five hundred dollars less, which means if I'm renting out that property, I'm gaining five hundred dollars a month. Like that's huge. Right. So small example, but like kind of tying back. Yes, I take that challenge. I, I would love to give back in my experience and share it back to the community that we've built here and can hopefully provide some of those lessons learned in person once I return. But like just trying to use that example as saying like, I don't know right now and I'll learn along the way. 
that's information I'll give back. But there's plenty of people like me who you can leverage mm. to set yourself up for success in the future. Yeah, but it, I don't know of anyone who is successful on their own. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm certainly not yeah. to whatever you would even call success that I have or something, but I could not do anything that I'm doing without the people that are, you know, what we, again, we had a long talk about that too. Again, we just like kind of just started talking and it Dust just went off. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. But it's such an amazing thing we were talking about too. Not everyone like on my my team, right? Uh, now the team that we have for uh, real estate is a veteran, you know, we have some. And, but they're all the same type of person. They're same quality person. They're same people that want to give and want to build and like, you know, kind of have that team atmosphere. But an advantage that we have, as we were talking earlier, is that veterans tend to really support each other more. Not all mm -hmm. of them. Like you were saying too, and Chris said earlier, like, you know, um, if you're hearing this one, I don't know what order these will come out, but uh, Chris kind of before was, you know, like not all veterans are good. Not all active duty military people are good. Like we're not saying that at all because it's, it's true, but in general, the ones that are the ones that uh, do succeed are the ones that get out and try to do things better are more sharing and more apt to support other veterans and really help that community. I mean, when you, I mean, I think you're seeing that as well. Yeah. And it, again, we were talking about this earlier, but it should make you think, okay, maybe I'm early in my career. Maybe I'm late in my career, but who, who can I connect with? Who's someone I identify with? Who's someone who's like-minded and projecting forward? And it's like, okay, they're, they're going to get out of the military, but they've got a bigger idea of what they want to do with their life. And, you know, I, I don't need to leech off them by any means, but they've got a wealth of knowledge that I can lean into. And we work together for five years. Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to utilize that resource to educate myself on what I need to do going forward. So you're talking about essentially building a network. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, what better place to build a network than with the military community You have shared experience? Um, you've probably gone through this shit together in some, you know, shape or form. And whether you guys were in the same class or, you know, same command or not, like you have those shared experiences where it's just easier to connect with a prior military, current military member than it maybe it is to connect with someone who's never shared those experiences. I mean, it's as easy as they know what you're making per month because it's online. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they understand uh, what bonuses you're not per month. <laughs> yeah. BA. They understand paid like they understand all of that. So the military community is a perfect place to expand your network and not in like a, a malicious way of utilizing people and just getting what you want out of them, but truly growing who, you know, and what like you're never going to be the expert in every field. Uh, if you are an expert in one field and then you can share that wealth with, you, you know, your network and they have their expertise well, now you've linked up and okay, now we're, now we're building something or now I'm, I'm understanding your lane and you can help me out here. Or you've connected me with said individual who can, okay, I, you know, I'm moving to location X and I, and I want to be, uh, I want to find a good real estate agent and I want to find a good lender. And, you know, this is where I'm settling down. Well, okay. For example, Jay's got a perfect setup for that or whoever, whoever you knew from your prior command is already living there. That's what a network is. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about now. Yeah. Well, I can't really say it better than that. So what's next, Ryan, you just give me the next topic. We talked a little bit about like, if you give advice 
or if you give something to your coworkers, your friends, it makes you want to do that or do better and all this. So personal story, a few years back, I was like, oh, I was researching cryptocurrencies and I was like, this is the, this is the future. Like, this is how we, you know, whatever. And I was telling my friends about it, but the more I would tell them about it, it came to me, the more I needed to know in order to support the things that I was saying. So yeah, I invested in crypt in different mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies than I was today. Well, maybe not exactly today, maybe a week mm-hmm. ago. I was excited that I had, but it's the same thing. And we'll check <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same thing in any in any walk of life. It, it kind of it, it propels you to uh, do more and and be solid in in the things that you're advertising to your friends or you know your coworkers or whatever so something you were saying it, it motivates you like you're giving information to people you want to make sure that when they come to you with questions you have those answers or you yeah. can connect them with people that have yeah well and that, and that's back to that kind of just wraps back to the network thing right like you're not going to have all the answers sometimes Absolutely. you just got to you know know the people that do yeah i, I wish i had all the answers though I think when we started, I, I before we even turned on the uh, the mics, I, I I sat down. And I had three questions for. Her. I was like, "Hey, these are real things that are going on in my life." Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's dad is looking at closing out a, a rental property. What's the way to maximize uh, gains from that without paying insane taxes? My mom's moving out of her current location. Maybe I want to take over that loan and rent it out. Like, what makes sense there? I'm moving to Chicago. Could you hook me up with a good real estate agent in case I want to buy? These are I mean, they're all related to real estate, but like I came to you with those questions. You had knowledge on all three aspects, but at the end of the day, you're like, hey, I'm going to look into these two avenues. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's some good advice on all three, but let me get back to you. Mm -hmm. And like that, that's what a network is, you know, like I'm, I'm coming to a friend who is in the field, um, but doesn't have every niche answer to everything that's out there. I mean, they can help you you know? Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I'm helping someone else. Like it's not even for me on some of those examples, but like you connect the dots. Well, every single individual in that loop is a military member. So yeah. Like, well, and then also, like you said, you don't have to always be helping yourself. It all comes back. Um, and if it doesn't, who gives a shit? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're helping people, it's like, not everything is about me. Not everything's about you or whatever the case is, but that's not how you think, which I appreciate. Uh, but there was a fourth thing too, it was, hey, I'm, I I don't go to Chicago till the fall. So how can we get another investment going yeah, here? Yeah. Which again, I appreciate because uh, I think we've talked a bunch of time about like just taking action. Like I just wrapped up another uh, different investment and, and Ryan's like, cool, let's, let's do one now yeah. um, so that you can be involved going forward exactly. again. Like, man, it's just, I just feel very fortunate for the, for the group of people that are around me right now who are like, cool, let's, let's do it. You know, yeah. let's do something. Let's do something. We know that there's room to grow. The model has been set. You understand the business model of, okay, I could, for example, I can buy this home and I can flip it. Uh-huh. Okay, well, like that's a business model and it makes money. Or I can rent this property out. Well, maybe I need other individuals. I, I can't do it outright, but I can connect with people who can make that happen. Yeah. And we as a unit, we as a group can make that happen. And like these opportunities don't pop out of thin air. You have to put a little bit of work into meeting people, connecting with people and diving into those ventures so that those opportunities are available to you. 
Mm-hmm. Like your house in Mount Helix wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened if you didn't look into it. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you know, not to get into specifics, but like you guys could turn around and do whatever you wanted with that property. And that's a huge win. Right. And and then it just, it also opened up avenues for, okay, that one worked out. Well, now we've, we're, you know, we're encouraged to do it again here. You can continue the business model because you took a leap, a leap of faith, but also yeah. like founded in some expertise. Okay. It's not like it was like educated dice. leap of faith, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even want yeah. to call it. Educated guess. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, to be totally honest, it's like. But what uh, is it an educated guess? Well, that's why. You don't uh, have the answer at the end of the day on anything. You don't. But when we were talking before, again, in between this podcast, yep. uh, a lot we were talking about was network. And that's where it comes to kind of like, uh, I have faith that the people I know, like, we can work it out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. I feel like there, there's enough solution-oriented people that you can pretty much work out anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, it may not be, and again, it's like we've talked about this before, is like, we don't have to swing for home runs. If you're like shooting for singles and doubles, over and over and over again, you know what you don't do? You don't usually strike out, but every once in a while you catch one, you get a home run. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get a double, you get a triple. Who cares, man? Those are all wins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And when you surround yourself with those people and you build that network, someone has the answer. Like you were asking me, you know, some of those questions you mentioned before, I have some general knowledge in some of them. Some of them I know, but I know where I can find the people who absolutely 110% know the exact answer that can help. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to know all those things, but knowing that you have those resources and it all comes back to that network of trusted people. Cause I know we talked about that a little bit too, of having those people that, you know, like I don't have to any longer vet certain things. Like if I ask, you know, I know if I ask you a question, you're going to give me 110% your honest, you know, take on that or your honest answer and starting yourself with people like that who will not sell you, not BS you, but just, if I have a bad idea, I want you to tell me like, dude, that's, that's stupid. Like, or like, Hey, not like that. You know what I mean? That's, that's what you need from your network and your friends. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Oh shit. Put you on the spot a little (laughs) bit. No, your audience, right. Mm -hmm. Could be anybody right now, Mm -hmm. but let's put yourself, let's say you're the audience member and you're calling in, you're you're writing Jay an email and you're saying, Hey, I'm an E5. I'm stationed in San Diego. I love what you're putting out. I resonate with the experts you bring on, but like I've, I haven't done anything like that before. I get my paycheck every week. I, I don't have any debt, but like, what do I do from here? And what is your advice to them? What is the, what is the starting point? What's step one? Honestly, for me, step one would, because I don't know, I take a personal, not just interest, but I, I kind of feel personal responsibility because if I'm putting something out, like say on this podcast and someone reaches out for questions or or support or whatever, I I feel like I've already obligated myself to, to answer or or to at least kind of dive into that. So I would say step one would be just to like set up a a call and see like, what is your situation? Because not every, I I mean, if you're able to invest, if you're able to get in real estate, or if you're able to invest in something at whatever level you can, whether it's your TSP or any of those things, if you're able to, and it makes sense, do it 110%. But like we were talking before, depending on the situation, it may not be the right time for you, but there can be a path forward set up to put you in position to do what you need to do in say six months, maybe a year. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, everything is, everything is situational. Everything is. It absolutely is. My point at driving towards is 
set up a call, yeah. start talking to someone. Yeah. It, it, you don't have to take action today. Like, you don't have to go out and buy a home today. Like you're not, no, you're not ready for that. If you're not ready for that, you are not ready for that. And I, and like, I get that Jay gets that, but it's, it's as easy as asking, okay, well, I think I'm, I think I could be ready for this. Like, mm-hmm. talk to me, talk to me about numbers. Yeah. This is how much I have in my checkings account. Like it's no secret of what we make. It's, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, these are like, we've been in those situations and we can certainly help. Well, I say we, Jay can certainly help to get you to the next milestone of determining, helping you determine, are you in this situation where you can invest? Likelihood is you can, because at the end, what I've talked about a bunch of times is limiting what your budget is. Can you live on this? You can always spend less. Yeah. I'm like, you could probably get by a month on so little on other than gas and food. It's ridiculous. But you can always invest a little bit more. And what it pays on the end is is substantial. Yeah. The previous podcast, Josh put out a stat. The difference between a renter and a home buyer over a two-year span was $200,000. If you're in a duty station for two years and you bought a property, you will be $200,000 richer than the person you work right next to who makes the exact same paycheck as you do because you bought a property out in town. Maybe you go on deployment, maybe you rent it. Well, then plus that up. But regardless of like the decisions that you've made along the way, Jay and his team and like all the advice out there can get you to a better spot. It doesn't matter if you if you're married and you have kids, if you're single, if you're new to the location, if you if you're on your way out, like whatever it is. It I mean it, it's absolutely possible and it just it takes like a, a step in the right direction, not even a leap of faith, just a question. And that's yeah. how easy it is. That's true. If it's not in San Diego, if it's somewhere else, still reach out to us cuz we'll connect you to someone who can help that because that's what I do when I'm looking for something outside of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's you were talking about like finding the same Use thing me in Chicago. As an example. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, if you want to buy in Chicago, we're going to find you someone that will take care of what you need to do in Chicago. But it, in all honesty too, that helps us because we build our network. We build people that we trust uh, in other places. And, and to be, I mean, obviously this podcast, to be honest, what is it doing? Like sharing my experiences, sharing mm-hmm. other people's experience along the way. But also it's like a way for me to learn and wait for me to talk to people and, and, and in a sense, just like absorb their knowledge. And we were talking earlier, like, you know, I've had, uh, you know, seek out guests that I want to talk to, like, you know, um, Scott Smith, uh, a few weeks ago that we did, um, now I'm working to set up a much more advanced, like, you know, uh, trust LLCs, everything for all the investment stuff, because I knew that I needed that. You had experience on before. No, I had very limited, like I knew some very basic. So what did it take? You reached out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously reached out. And then, then it's like, Hey, can you come on a podcast and talk about it? And he did. And he was super chill, super good dude. And just for all the listeners, Jay knew about something, but he wasn't an expert in that field. That's a lot of fields, (laughs) a lot of fields, (laughs) a lot of fields. I'm not expert. What, (laughs) what did he do? The same advice that we're putting out right now is he reached out. And look at them like, you know, when it, like it, it's just making connections along the way, just because you're at a farther point in your post-military career and like you own a business and you're in real estate, like you still reached out to someone 
and then they set you up for success. It's the same thing as someone who's not in your position yet, mm-hmm. who's reaching out to you. Right. It's right. and like you're coming to experts for answers. And they're giving you those answers or they're connecting you with individuals in those fields. Yeah. And and that's another uh, key thing is like, you probably, you know this too. Like I, so many people that reach out to you, like they can give me pieces. I would just like, we were talking about before with your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, Hey, I know this, this piece, but let me connect you to so-and-so because that's where they, people that are like, really know what they're doing and are successful in what they're doing. They will connect you to the right people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's not secrets. It's not like no one knows all this, everything. Um, it's just, it, I really appreciate that. Genuine people will connect you with genuine people to find the solution you need. Yeah. And what a great community you've already built by, I mean, through this podcast, but throughout like just your work in general, like you found those people. You've also found people that, don't meet your criteria who, sure. who haven't stepped up to the plate when you had questions or you had clients who needed their help. And well, you know, you've pushed them out of, <laughs> out of your bubble, rightfully yeah, So, yeah. so like, so now people have confidence in the fact that they can come to you and they can ask you a question. And if you do redirect them in, in a different direction, it's, it's with the right people, right? Because they're not your first time coming through with that question. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that's huge. And as, as far as networking goes, it's trust. It's, it's who have I worked for in the past and what can this people or this company provide me? And it, it, it's a solid product. Right. No, it's true. Uh, but that's the people you want to surround yourself with too. You want people to give you honest feedback and direct you in the, in the areas that you you know, need to be and direct you to the right people. Yeah. But man, like it's just a it really just boils down to such simplicity to be totally honest. And that's the thing that everything just boils down to something so simple is just be honest with them, treat people the way you'd want to be treated and direct them to the people that you trust, you know? And if you share that freely, it just benefits everyone. Absolutely. But I don't know about you, man, but like I, and I apologize for us not recording this whole thing <laughs> uh, because we kind of <laughs> just had our conversation off air for quite a bit of it. But I think it's time for us to go get some tacos across the street and so absolutely if you have any questions for ryan just reach out expertspodcast.com throw a message on there i'll either like forward tim or connect you uh he has many more answers than i do (laughs) but uh yeah thanks for listening ryan thanks for coming like seriously i always enjoy talking to you yeah can i leave with one thing 110 percent. so maybe two things if you want i just one thing for now I would say, because I'm in that position currently, it's not even like I've been in that position, I'm still in that position. Position yourself to have the opportunity. And maybe that's really vague. What that means is look into what's out there, whether it's investing, whether it's career, whether it's scholarship in my case, but like take the time to look into something and I promise you, it'll pay rewards. It'll pay dividends because you're doing something that a bunch of other people aren't and as soon as you look into that it'll provide so many avenues so many opportunities that maybe you find interest in and you can start diving down down those paths Mm -hmm. i'm by no means an expert in any of the things like we've just talked about but i've experienced those things and they've worked out for me and i promise that they can work out for anyone listening to the podcast because like i said we're in the same boat I'm coming to Jay with questions. He's providing answers or is connecting me with people who work in that field for the last however many years. So do what I did. If you want to make a little bit more on the side or you want to progress your career, look into it and take the opportunity. Yeah. Just take a step, right? Yeah. Take a step. 
Awesome. I love the time. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me back for the round two. Yeah, we'll have to do another one before you take off to school. And then plus, you know, you're already obligated for your Yeah, uh, I've, I've bought into uh, <laughs> post. So I'm good with that. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Of course.